This is the eHealth Radio Network, your source for health advice on demand. And now your host, Eric Michaels. Thanks for joining us once again here on the Health Radio Network. This is your host, Eric Michaels. Today on the program, we're visiting with Dr. Lee Warren, a practicing neurosurgeon, trauma expert, and author of Hope is the First Dose, a tangible treatment plan for recovering from trauma, tragedy, and other massive things. And Dr. Warren, we thank you for your time and for joining us here today. I'm so grateful to be with you. Thanks, Eric. You're certainly more than welcome. Looking forward to hearing from you today. So if you would, for starters, take us back to that period in your life where you were just overcoming PTSD, a divorce, but then suddenly your son passed away. That is just overwhelming just to hear that. But uh, talk to us about that to get things underway here today. Yeah, so we had several years where life got really hard. I went to the Iraq War as a combat surgeon and did 200 brain surgeries in a tent hospital and got mortared over a hundred times and came home from that obviously quite affected with what I didn't yet understand to be PTSD. And and during that same time had gone through a divorce and, and kind of just stuffed all that trauma inside and, and kept on working. Um, eventually my wife Lisa and I got married and put our blended our families and started a practice together, moved to Alabama from Texas. And, and basically several years went by where I thought I was doing well. And then in about 2010 had a, a big flashback of PTSD that took a long time to figure out how to work through. And, and while I was thinking that I had learned how to handle trauma and was beginning to try to help other people do that. Then in 2013, our son Mitchell was stabbed to death at age 19. And I sort of realized that I didn't know nearly as much as I thought I had learned about processing, handling complex trauma. I couldn't imagine to go through all that you've gone through and uh, we really appreciate your giving back. You're certainly doing that for sure. Now, in this book, you describe what you call TMT or the massive thing, and you say it's coming for all of us, unfortunately. What is the massive thing? Well, I wanted to try to parse out the fact that that not everything that happens to us is a physical trauma. You know, in my work as a neurosurgeon, I deal with people that you know, crash the car, fall off the ladder, get shot, that sort of trauma that's easy for everyone to understand. And then in my experience of going to war and experiencing divorce and the loss of a child, I I saw the sort of family trauma, physical trauma, emotional trauma that's easy to see. And, oh, that happened to you, so it's easy to understand. But there's also another category of these big things that happen that hurt us on a deep level that are harder to put our hands around these things like losing a dream that you've been chasing for your whole life. But we see it in athletes who think they're going to play professional sports and they tear their ACL and they're not going to play professional sports. And what, what now, or, you know, somebody leaves or some, somebody doesn't get a promotion that they've been working for something like that, that the financial crisis that happens. So there's, there's types of emotional injuries that aren't so easy to put your hands around. And I, and I we came up with this term, the massive thing, to just just allow everyone to understand that we can all we not only can we, but we all do suffer major issues in our lives that affect the way our lives play out. And we have to have a plan in place for what we're going to do when those things occur. So we use the term trauma, tragedy and the massive thing to encompass all the different ways that life can hurt us. We're certainly thankful to hear from you today on this topic and on these events that's happened in your life, and I'm sure it's already helping someone tuning in here today. Now, 
As a neurosurgeon, you've given countless cancer diagnoses to patients, yet you believe that cancer is not the deadliest thing that can happen to a person. What is the deadliest thing in your, uh, coming from your perspective? I've been studying people. Uh, there's a type of brain tumor that I treat, for example, called glioblastoma. My second book I wrote about was, was about that. And basically nobody survives this particular diagnosis. The five-year survival is really close to zero statistically. So if you develop this particular kind of cancer, then there, there's really no realistic way to think that you're going to beat it. And so I started trying to understand how I could be a good doctor to these people when I can't fix their problem because it, it becomes pretty obvious when you look at the medical literature that people that lose hope really have terrible qualities of life regardless of what happens to their medical condition. So we see people, for example, that overcome breast cancer, colon cancer, overcome some kind of major issue, and even though they survive, they never find their hope or faith or happiness or any of those things, again, that they're constantly their life is defined by the thing that happened to them, even if they survive. And so it becomes pretty clear that finding a way to hold on to hope is what gives us quality of life separated from the circumstances that we face. So it became it became so obvious to me that hopelessness is really the thing that will kill you whether or not your body survives. We're speaking with Dr. Lee Warren, a practicing neurosurgeon, trauma expert, and author of Hope is the First Dose, a tangible treatment plan for recovering from trauma, tragedy, and other massive things here on eHealth Radio's Health News and PTSD channels, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. Now, if you would, tell us more about the treatment plan that you came up with to sustainably revive your hope and how taking every thought captive mattered. Yeah, so there's a, wrote a really good book called Never Split the Difference. And there was a line in that book that stuck with me that he said, when the pressure's on, we don't rise to the occasion. We fall to where we've prepared. We fall to our highest, highest level of preparation. And as I thought about that in the context of trauma, it dawned on me that we prepare for all kinds of things in life that aren't very likely to happen. You know, we, we teach our kids in school what to do if you catch on fire, right? You stop, drop, and roll. And everybody knows that, even though most of us never catch on fire. And we teach people what to do if they have a flat tire or if their battery won't start or if somebody has a heart attack, we teach them how to do CPR. But we don't ever really prepare for these massive emotional events, even though all of us encounter them. So it dawned on me that a, a really healthy way to approach life, not to be dreading or waiting for the other shoe to drop, but rather to be aware that hard things happen to everyone and let's have a plan in place for what we're going to do when we encounter those things, which will also help us be better caregivers for other people when they go through hard things. And it breaks down basically for me in sort of three ways. And if you come see me in my office, Eric, and you've got back pain or some kind of problem that's going to require surgery, I'll usually send you to the physical therapist for what we call prehab before surgery because surgery is going to be hard on you and you're going to it's going to body and you're going to have to learn ways to recover so prehab is this process of putting things into your life that will prepare you and help you be more resilient when you face the the actual event like surgery so for the massive thing preparation for the treatment plan prehab is putting good things in your heart and in your mind making decisions about what you believe making your decisions about things like 
faith and, and what you what kinds of things you put in your heart to call back on to your mind when you undergo hard things to help you separate circumstance from reality because we know that your mind puts all kinds of negative thinking in place and those negative thoughts will seem so real to you when you're under pressure like I'll never get over this I'll never survive this I'll never be able to be happy again those things are not really true but those are the things that you hear so prehabbing your mind to understand that when the pressure's on you're going to need to be able to really know what you believe and call on those things helps you to be prepared when the pressure is actually on so then that's the first part then we talk about what we call self-brain surgery which is really applied neuroplasticity this idea that our minds become what we think about and if you if you control your thoughts you can actually change the way your brain works and that actually helps your neurochemical environment and can help you overcome anxiety if you can learn to take control of your thinking I call it biopsying your thoughts. When you when you know that most of your thoughts are negative and that most of those negative thoughts aren't true, if you can learn to take a piece of that thought and look at it critically before you respond to it, then you can be in control of how you respond rather than sort of reflexively reacting to those thoughts that pop into your head. So when you're under pressure and you hear all these negative thoughts, you can take a second, biopsy your thinking critically evaluate it and be in charge of how you respond, that helps you to change your mind and then you can change your life positively instead of reactively or reflexively. And then the last part we would call rehab after surgery. I send you to the physical therapist again to get stronger, to learn better ways to manage things so that when your next challenge occurs, you're more able to handle it with less effort. And so we, we put you in community around other people who have gone through hard things and, and you've got to, to be willing to talk about the things that you face so that other people can come alongside you and help you manage those burdens. And, and so putting that plan in place when you, before you suffer that massive thing allows you then to have, rather than a sense of despair or hopelessness, you have a sense of control. Like, okay, this really does hurt and I really am going to have to have it become part of my life, but I have a plan. I, I know what I'm going to do and I know that I can move forward and moving forward in the face of hardship is what produces hope. Again, Dr. Warren, we want to thank you for spending a moment with us here today on the program and for all you're doing here and giving back all that you've been through, and we can't thank you enough. I'm sure listeners would like to pick up your book, Hope is the First Dose. Where's the best place for folks to get the book and also to get more information on yourself online as well? You can get my book anywhere books are sold. My website is wleewarrenmd.com. I've got a podcast that's heard all over the world every day where we talk about these things. And I'd love to connect with, with new listeners, and, and we interact with our listeners all the time. So we'd love to get to know folks. Hey, that certainly is a huge resource in addition to the book, the podcast. That is awesome stuff. Again, listeners, you can find all links accordingly within the show notes of this broadcast for your convenience. Dr. Warren, all the best. And we thank you for joining us here today on the Health Radio. Thank you so much, Eric. God bless you. And God bless you as well. We've been speaking with Dr. Lee Warren, a practicing neurosurgeon, trauma expert, and author of Hope is the First Dose, a tangible treatment plan for recovering from trauma, tragedy, and other massive things. And to get further details, simply visit WLeeWarrenMD.com. And again, this has been your host, Eric Michaels, and we do thank you for your continued support of the Health Radio work join us again soon for another episode that will help further expand your knowledge on those things that are important to your health and wellness for more health radio reports we invite you to visit our main radio channel site at healthradionetwork.com and as always we do thank you for tuning in
Thanks for tuning in to the eHealth Radio Network. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit eHealthRadioNetwork.com.